Hello, my friends, and welcome to episode 79 of Social Scoop Podcast. My name is Kristen, and as always, I'm so excited that you're here. Today is typically a coached episode, but I'm here with another solo episode this week because I have something I wanted to talk to you guys about that I think is very important for everyone who is listening to hear. I want to tell you about the four hard truths that you really need to get comfortable with as a creator. Because unfortunately, this job, it's fun, but it's also crazy. And there's a lot of kind of mental things that go with it that I don't think get talked about enough. So I wanted to go through these four things that I really do think that you guys need to keep in the back of your mind if you want to build a successful creator business. Now, before we dive into it, this is a really, really exciting week for us here at Social Mate because our course that we have been building for literally like over six months at this point is finally live. So we went live on Tuesday and today we are about halfway through launch week. And I want to tell you guys very quickly about what this course looks like because I can tell that so many creators listening are going to benefit from them. Our course is called Brand BFF. It is a self-guided top to bottom course that teaches you everything that you need to know about building strong, long-lasting relationships with your dream brands in order to be top of mind for partnerships. And this, guys, includes no pitching. We are so sick of pitching. I think we can all agree here. This is why Brand BFF is solely based around our proven framework that we created in early 2022 called the anti-pitch method. It's the method that I have personally used to make over $100,000 in partnerships last year. I honestly had such a great time with partnerships because I didn't have to worry about sending all of the pitches that I was sending in the years before. I saved a lot of time and energy on that. So what we're doing in this teach, What we're doing in this course is teaching you exactly how to do that. In this course, we start off with the pre-partnership process. We move on to negotiating and securing those deals, how to be a great partner during the campaign, and then how to wrap up the collaboration and seal the deal for long-term partnerships. And throughout all of the modules that you go through, there are worksheets, there are guides, and there's a lot of really great resources for you to actually take action on everything that you're learning. So from today until Saturday, you will be able to be one of the first to secure your enrollment in Brand BFF. And for enrolling this week, you get access to two incredible bonuses. First, an invitation to our exclusive Brand BFF group kickoff call, which is going to give you personalized coaching with me on this call. I'm really, really excited to meet all of you guys. And you'll get five bonus resources, including our contract term guide, our guide to rekindling past partnerships, our define your purpose ebook to help you figure out what the heck you're doing on these apps, your LinkedIn profile optimization tutorial, and an invoice template because I just have a feeling that you're going to be making a lot of money with this course. So check out the link in the show notes to be one of the first to experience this course and get your freebies before Saturday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern time. It is time for you to become a brand BFF. When I first got started as a creator, I honestly did not expect to make this my job. And if I did, I probably maybe knowing what I know now, I don't know if I would have done it because it's there's a lot mentally that goes along with being a creator. It's hard. This job is so fun, but it is hard. And anyone tells you it is rainbows and butterflies is straight up lying to you. 
there is a lot that we have to deal with as creators. And it's very important that you know that you're not alone in dealing with these things. So there are four things I want to talk about today. The first being rejection is part of this industry. So many creators that I talk with are so incredibly discouraged by rejection. And rightfully so. It really sucks to get rejected in any aspect of life, but especially when you're putting in so much work into this beautiful pitch or you're connecting with the brand through the anti-pitch method and you get rejected, it is so hard not to take it personally. The number of times that I personally have sent my rates and maybe don't get responses or I get turned down is more than the number of times I'm successful. And I'm here to let you know that that is normal. That is so not uncommon. The key to really getting comfortable with rejection is to realize that it's not personal. This brand in 99% of cases that is rejecting you is not sitting at the computer reading your email with their coworkers laughing at you saying, ha ha ha, this creator, what a joke. We're not working with her or him. And so that's not how things are going behind the scenes. You have to know that. The way that things are typically going when you're getting rejected actually have nothing to do with you and your creativity. It has nothing to do with your content in a lot of situations. Honestly, it can be your demographics. Maybe the brand is looking specifically for creators that are in Florida. And if you don't live in Florida, you're going to get rejected. Or maybe they don't have a budget right now. Or if they do have a budget, maybe they just don't have enough of a budget to accommodate fairly to be able to pay you. Maybe they're looking for a specific style of content. Maybe they're only looking for get ready with me videos. And if you don't do those, you're not going to be getting picked for this campaign. Maybe they just finished casting for a campaign and they don't have any money left in their budget. Rejection isn't always bad. It doesn't always mean it's the end of the road. You have to stop looking at rejection as, ugh great. This brand hates me. They're never going to want to work with me again. Let's just cross them off my list and go to the next because that's absolutely not the case. What I do when I get rejected is I tell the brand that I understand because I know it's not personal. It's okay. I tell them that I understand and I tell them I'm going to check in with you in a month and we'll see where things are. Maybe, you know, you guys are working on a new campaign and I'd love to just be able to see how I can help. And I'll put on my Google calendar a month from today, go check in with this brand. And then when it comes time, I will send them another email saying, Hey, you know, we haven't talked in a month. How's everything going? Where are you guys with campaigns? How's everything going? Is there anything that I can help with? And I continue to do that until I'm successful. And sometimes it takes three, four, five times of me doing this before a brand says, Oh, perfect. I'm so happy that you reached out because we just started casting for this campaign and you would be perfect for it. And that happens. That happens often. So you have to be persistent. You have to be consistent and know that rejection does not always mean a solid no. It just means not right now. You're going to get rejected. This is normal. Get comfortable with it or realistically, you're not going to make it long term. That was hard truth, number one. The second thing that you must get comfortable with as a creator is the unfortunate truth that imposter syndrome exists and it is never going to end. I have been doing this, guys, for a very long time now and I still feel imposter syndrome 
all the time. Even during this launch right now, we're in the middle of launch week. And I tried not to set expectations because I don't want to disappoint myself. Like I just wanted it to be what it is. But it's so hard for me not to say, well, is my launch going okay? Should it be better? Because I I know this creator said that launch week, they made $20,000. Shouldn't I be making $20,000? Even with me as a coach, I deal with this. With me as a creator, I I ask myself, why am I not getting the same amount of likes as this person? I don't even think their piece of content is really that crazy good. Like, why isn't mine getting more interaction? Or why am I not gaining followers? There's so many things, so many comparison points, and imposter syndrome never goes away. Because the thing is, there's always going to be someone who has better stats than you. There's always going to be someone who has better content than you. There's always going to be someone who gets more brand deals than you and makes more money than you. And that is just the reality of it. You just have to get more comfortable with it, but it will never go away. So don't think that just because you're feeling this comparison, you're feeling this imposter syndrome, that you're not cut out for this. You can very well be cut out for this job. You just need to not let imposter syndrome stop you because if it stops you, then you're letting your own limiting beliefs win. And that's not okay because imposter syndrome is is in your head. And if you can find ways to dig yourself out of that feeling, you will be able to continue to be successful. But if you let imposter syndrome win, it's going to be all over from there. So the hard truth is that it exists and it will never end, but you must get comfortable with imposter syndrome. Speaking of imposter syndrome, people who are more confident as creators, typically you would think they maybe don't feel imposter syndrome. They definitely do. But I think it's very important to note that in being a successful creator, you need to have some confidence. If you're feeling imposter syndrome every single day, then before you start pitching to brands, I want you to figure out what makes you excited. What makes you feel really good about yourself? For me, it's when I create a beautiful piece of content and I am so proud of that piece of content. I feel so good about it. Or when I have a lot of people really excited about what I'm posting and they're asking a bunch of questions in the comments, that makes me feel very confident. So I have these these little touch points that make me feel really good about myself as a creator. But if you don't have any of those things and you haven't worked long enough to figure out what are the things that make me confident, make me feel good about myself, before you start pitching to brands, you need to figure out what those things are. You need to figure out how you can become confident as a creator. Even though with imposter syndrome, you're not going to be comfortable 100% of the time, you have to be confident some of the time because you're not going to get far if you don't have any confidence. But the thing is, you probably wouldn't be a creator. You probably wouldn't be putting yourself out here to the literal world every single day as a creator if you didn't have some ounce of confidence. But it's important because confidence is a huge part of building a successful business. It's almost like even if you have to fake it till you make it, I'm fine with that. But when it comes to something like negotiating, if you don't have confidence in a negotiation, you're going to end up getting taken advantage of. You're going to get rates that probably are not where they need to be. You are going to maybe be passed up for campaigns because you aren't confident enough in presenting yourself. 
So many parts of negotiating a successful campaign include you presenting yourself confidently and communicating with confidence. You need to understand, first of all, why you're valuable. What is your UVP, your unique value proposition? We talk about this a lot in Brand BFF. How can you show the brand, I am so confident in my ability as a creator. I know you should hire me. It's not even a question. You're going to hire me and you're going to get this because I deliver and I'm confident enough that I can deliver X, Y, and Z. Do you see how that confidence is so important versus maybe a creator who's in the middle of communicating and negotiating who says, uh, yeah, you know, I really, I love you guys as a brand. Um, I, I don't know. I create some really great content. I just got started. Um, so, you know, like my audience isn't huge, but I really love you guys. So I'd love to work together. No, no brand is hiring you based off of that. A brand is going to hire you when you say, I am confident enough that I can deliver this result to you. And here's why. Here's proof. I know that I can do this. And you show a brand in that way that your confidence in, in whatever it is they want you to deliver is there. They're going to feel so much better about giving you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Also, having confidence in yourself as an expert, I think is very important. When we think about ourselves in our category or our niche, if you want me to use the N word, in our niche, you need to be able to show to your audience that you are trusted and an expert in whatever it is that you're talking about. So I think about me for, you know, creator monetization and for social media, I have so much confidence in myself in this topic because it's literally all I consume all day. I, I pay thousands and thousands of dollars uh, in investments into uh, companies that I can learn from. Like I am investing all of my time and energy and money into this. I know it front and back. And that is so important when it comes to me building an audience because my audience now knows that if I say something, I have done the research and I can be trusted or even something not as serious, I guess. Like even if you're a fashion creator, why should I listen to you when you give me styling tips versus anyone else? Or if you're a fitness expert, why should I pay attention to your form and not someone else's maybe? Who, if people say you're doing the form right and another person says, no, they're doing it wrong, who do I trust? I'm going to trust the person who's more confident, who says, no, this is correct because this, this X, Y, and Z. And I know this because X, Y, and Z. Presenting yourself with confidence is mandatory to your audience and to brands. The other hard truth about being a creator, and I think this is maybe the hardest one for you to swallow is that nothing you do will be perfect. I know that so many business owners as creators that I speak with are perfectionists, myself included. I can't even tell you how many times in my journey I've been like, oh, this video sucks. I'm not posting it. If I did the transition a little bit better, maybe I would post it. Or oh, I don't know. I, I hate the way that I worded this. I, I really should just re-record it. And then I never get around to re-recording it. And it sits in my drafts. How many videos right now do you have in your drafts? Guys, nothing you do is going to be perfect. Done is better than perfect because perfection does not exist. I could look at every single video that I've ever posted and find something I don't like about it. 
But the reality of it is, if I did not post that video, if I didn't let myself have the confidence to post that video and just say, you know, it's good. It's going to do what it needs to do. Let's just get it out there. Then I would not be where I am today. You need to put in the reps. You have to be comfortable sharing a piece of content, even if it's not perfect. Not every piece of content you create needs to be your best content ever. That's just the reality of it. You would be exhausted. It's not sustainable for you to create your best piece of content, every single piece of content. But as long as you are providing some sort of value to your audience, whether it's education, inspiration, maybe something promotional, uh, whatever it is, I know that your piece of content, when you put the work into it, if it has value, it's going to do what it needs to do. It doesn't have to be a big production and your most incredible piece of content ever. That's not how it's going to work. You will literally burn out so quickly if you're trying to do that. And this is one of the biggest things about what I coach, especially in brand BFF, is that whatever you do needs to be sustainable. If you're building a creator business, it has to be sustainable. If you guys listen to this podcast, you know in the intro every single week, I say something about building a self-sustaining business. And what I mean by that is that if you are creating a business based on something that you can't continue to do, you're eventually going to get to the point where oh, you can't do it anymore. And then your business is going to fail. I'll give you a really great example. And I've used this example before. Maybe you've heard it. I have a creator that I have worked with in the past. She's a fashion creator. And she was creating these beautiful try-on videos. And the issue for her was that she worked a nine-to-five and she would like some sort of a life outside of work, right? And so she was saying, Kristen, I literally just don't know when to create these, these hauls. You know, by the time I, you know, get my outfits together, film the video, clean up the giant tornado of a mess of clothes that's all over my room after I record these videos, then I edit the video, all of these things, I literally, there's no way I can post one of these every day or even a couple times a week. I just, there's not enough hours in the day. And that is an incredibly valid concern. You cannot build your business on something that's unsustainable because if her whole business was built on those styling videos and you know a few weeks in, she lost steam and got to the point where she's like, I just don't have time or energy for this. Guess who doesn't have a business anymore? You have to build a business that's sustainable. So what we talked about was what's another way that you can get your same message across without having to create the styling video? And so what she started doing was she started to use the green screen feature on TikTok and she would get on and she would talk about the same things and she would show the outfits on the models, you know, from the website photos and things like that. And that was a lot of how she stayed consistent. She was able to create, you know, those videos for half of her content. And then she still loved to do the hauls and the try-ons for the other half of her content. But instead of her thinking that every single piece of content needed to be this perfect, high production try on haul. She got out of that mindset and said, I need to find a way to make this a sustainable part of my business. And she found a way to do that. And that is the most important thing. You have to understand that done is better than perfect. Find a way to make it sustainable so that you can continue to share things, even if it's not your highest production piece of content ever. 
And I'd like to also give you a little bonus hard truth here. This one's not so much a hard truth, but just a little bit of guidance for you. The mindset that you are approaching your business with is how your business is going to run. I'll, this is again, a great example of, you know, me as a creator in the last, maybe during 2021, I would say I did not grow at all in 2021. My follower count on Instagram stagnant, didn't move. And I was so upset about that. And every single day I would get on and be upset. I was never happy on Instagram because all I could think about was how I wasn't growing. This sucks. This is disappointing. What's the point? I'm asking myself all these questions every day. And I was putting all of that negativity out into the universe. And so I was never getting anything good back because I was not putting anything good in. All I was putting into it was, oh, why do I even bother? This is such a waste of time. Like I don't, I used to get so many likes on my, on my my photos and now I don't anymore. It was so discouraging. So I put that negativity out there. All I got back was negativity. The mindset that you approach your business with is how it's going to run. Go into your business every single morning and say, I can do this. I'm doing really great. Give yourself your affirmations for the morning. I am a money magnet. I write that in my journal almost every single day, every day that I remember. First thing I write, I'm a money magnet. I am confident. I'm a great coach. I help people. I write these things down. And I used to think this shit was so corny, guys. But I'm telling you, once I stepped into the realization that my mindset and the way I am thinking about myself as a human, as a business owner, as a creator, truly directs where my business is going, I said, okay, maybe affirmations aren't so lame anymore. Maybe I'm going to take the time to say them or to write them, whatever you're comfortable with. Mindset is everything. Mindset is everything with imposter syndrome, with rejection, with confidence, with perfection, everything that we've talked about today. You literally are the one who controls what happens. If you're going to let imposter syndrome and rejection and lack of confidence and perfection, all of those things, if you're going to let them dictate the way your business goes, you are not going to have a business for very long. I can tell you this from experience. It is important that you go into it with a strong mindset. You go into it with confidence. You go into it ready to do what you have to do to build and grow your business. And I I feel confident that you're going to be good and that you're going to make it through and build the business that you want to build. But you have to get past these hard truths. You cannot let them dictate what your future is going to look like. I really hope that by listening to this episode today, this was the kick in the ass that you needed to get it together and do what you want to do. You are going to stop letting those limiting beliefs dictate the way your business runs and do the things you want to do. If you need help along the way, don't forget that Brand BFF did launch this week. You have access to get in there and get your bonuses before Saturday. And if you have any questions ever, not just today, not just about the launch, if you have any questions ever, you know where to find me. DMs, email, whatever it is. I'm there. I'm a resource for you. Thank you guys so much for your support, especially this week with all of the talk about the course. Thank you guys. I really hope that these two solo episodes gave you what you needed as a creator. I'm always here for you. And I hope you go out there and kill it this week. Let's go, guys. 